Oh, good evening and welcome to Crater and Destiny. And this evening, I have um, Kelly Hippopotos, who has come into the studio this evening. Thank you for dropping by, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you, Simon. How are you? I'm great, thank you. So, um, people who don't know, I like to ask my guests first. Um, can you give me a 30-second lowdown on, on you? My name's Kalia. I'm a book-loving, performing person who just likes to shine after being through the rain. Wow. That's right. That's, that's powerful. It's like wait. It's like when you say something it's like I am. When you say I am, it's like when you um when you when you say it's like it's like for um I don't know if you sorry um Joe a, a magician um when he says like agabacadabra, and actually the term to that word is what I speak I create. Oh. So that's 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 actually means so what you speak you create. So when when you're ten years or something. That is where I am. We say I am powerful. I am. I am great. You tell yourself. You you you're putting those those words out there. Oh, I like that. Thank you for sharing that. No problem at all. So, if you're at a dinner party and uh, you chat, everyone's chatting away, and and they don't really, they don't really know you, but all of a sudden it all goes quiet, and someone and someone and someone turns to you and says, "What do you do? And what what lights you up? Which what? How would you answer that question?" But I would say my partner lights me up because then I'm going to just share a little bit about me because I never thought that I would have a partner because of lots of the things that had happened to me in the past. So when I did find my partner, it just lit up my life the past five years. Wow. So was, he, was he kind of like the, the missing piece of, of Jigsaw? The... Not the missing piece because I always had it in me. It was just, it was just an added piece that made my life a lot better. Because when I found him, I was doing well because I was working on myself as well. And then he came into my life, and I've been working on myself ever since. It's an ongoing thing. I'm always working on myself, wanting to be more positive, having a positive mindset. And what I would like to add to that is, I'm not going to say everything's going to be perfect, Simon, because nothing's perfect. No, of course but not. But I know what I need to do to keep myself going when that time does come. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. So um, we we spoke before, no, we had for over the last couple of months, and um, we've gone through stuff. No, so what you said to me before when we were talking that you had no confidence. What was that defined moment when you said? This is it now. I'm I'm turning I'm turning this shit around, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna show the world who I am. It's when I had a disagreement with a family member, and this had happened many years, and I thought I'm not having this anymore. It was like the light bulb moment. I thought, no, you need to be told you can't speak to me like that, and I don't care who you are, but we all deserve respect in this world. And. From that moment on, that person has never looked at me the same way again, Simon. Let me tell you, they won't be doing that again in a hurry. Oh, there you go. Sometimes, sometimes you have to um, have those um, have those boundaries. I should say that's power. exactly what it is. I've created some incredible healthy boundaries this year, Simon. Best thing I've ever done, and I feel like I've let myself out of prison. Yeah, I know. I know where you come from. That totally know you come from. That. So, I love flowers. Always love, I, I always love flowers. 
my favorite flower is the sunflower, which stands tall and says, look at me, I'm a sunflower. And, it's, and, it's, and it, it represents like happiness. So if you could have any flower in, in the entire world, what is a flower that represents your personality or represents you as a person? It's the red hot poker. It's red, orange and red, and it's vibrant. And that's me. I'm full of colour. I wasn't always full of colour, but I'm determined to be full of colour and live my life to the best that I can. And I'm not going to dull my colour to suit other people anymore. Wow. Absolutely. Fair play to me. Now, if you... If you're at a dinner party and you could pick three people from any year, any era, date, time in the world, um, who would those three people be and why would you have those three people there? So, 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 really, so you can sort of pick their brains. Of course. The first one would be Rosa Parks, who didn't get off the bus back in Alabama in America in the 50s. And I'd say to her, first, I'd congratulate her for having the guts to do that in a time when... She wasn't able to, but she did it. So I think I'll pick her brains for hours and ask her, you know, what made her, what encouraged her, and thinking, what was it that gave you that drive? Um, the second person would be Stephen Graham. He's my favourite actor. And I would constantly ask him about what was it like to act opposite one of the acting greats, Al Pacino. Um, and the third one would be Barack Obama, and I just want him to tell me the secrets from the White House because I'm nosy. Wow, three amazing, three amazing people. Let's start with Rosa Parks. Obviously, I know a bit about Rosa Parks. Um, when, when she refused to um get up back in 1955, um, I actually listened to her interview. Uh, I, I, I managed to find it, and and she, and the actual DJ was into, and I said, "What made you?" What made you? What 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 made you not do it up? It says it, it wasn't planned. It was not planned. Her evening was. She finished work. She got on the bus, and she was just going to go home to her husband and have dinner. But it got to a point where she'd been pushed that much that she said, "Enough's enough." So yeah, she, and, and, and so that that what that one moment of her and that courage or comedy, comedy comfort zone, whatever you want to call it, she changed so many people's lives so it's amazing how one person can change so much and obviously as Stephen Graham well Stephen Graham he's another um I love him he's um he's an amazing actor I see um he's actually don't know he's um he's dyslexic and um he gets his wife to obviously read reading scripts for him but yeah he's, he's a, and he's a really extraordinary actor very extraordinary actor, and Barack Obama, of course, being um, the first, uh, being the first black um, um, president of America, absolutely amazing. The three amazing people. Yeah, absolutely love them all. So, um, if you could travel back in time to any day, any day, any day, anywhere, where where, where would you go? <laughs> who would you meet? You know, who would you talk to? I'd like to go back to the Victorian London. That's that's a wow. That'd been very um, a very um. Well, I say it'd been an amazing time, because uh, a lot happened. The Victorians done a lot, for, done done a hell of a lot for us over the years. Um, you, you can go back in Chinese history and and some of the Victorian stuff they've done. Obviously, the Victorians, I believe, they started the underground, didn't they? 
They did. They did so much. And I just love the era. But in particular, of that era, I'd like to visit a stately home in the Victorian times. And I'd like to be a fly on the wall, downstairs and upstairs. Downstairs with the maids and the all the, what's going on. And I think there'd be a lot of gossip. And I like to yeah. get in the thick of it all. And then go upstairs to all the lords and the ladies where they make out they're all clean cut where I bet they've got a few scandals up their sleeve. I like a story. Can you tell? Oh, definitely. <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely. No. Um, so I love sitting down and watching the film, inspirational films. Um, my my favourite films are Reach to the Sky. Um, I like, lo- lo- love the Rocky stories. And also like um, the, the Pursuit of Happiness. They're my three favourite inspirational films I like watching. If I'm feeling a bit down, I'm only far enough, I only get me, get, me, get me sit together. They're the three films I watch. So what are you what is your free film or free film if you have free films that inspire you that get you get you get you moving? Right. <clears throat> I'll tell you one that people may not see it as inspirational, but I do. Dirty dancing, and I'll tell you why. Because if people know about dirty dancing, the main act the main character, Baby Houseman, stood up for Johnny Castle. Okay? Yeah. And that says a lot about a person standing up for someone and getting them to believe in themselves. Now, obviously the music I love and that inspires me, just music inspires me anyway. But to think about the story that runs right through that is about supporting someone who's the underdog. And there's been times when I wish I had to have support and I didn't. But that's okay because I want to support people now and I've always wanted to do that. So that's one that inspires me. Um, the second one, I love The Great Escape. Now, how would that inspire me? Well, the one character that inspired me in that was the character of Steve, McQu- Steve McQueen's character because he kept going. He just did not give up. And I love that. And in those times, it must have, I don't even know, begin to understand how it would have been for people in a concentration camp. I can't even begin to start. No, no, I couldn't think myself. See, um, I've watched obviously I've read books, listened listen to audios, people who have actually been in contracts and camps. Um, the thought of being in one, it must have been, it must have been, it must have been horrific. I can't even begin, but to think that even though he was a character, I'm sure there are many men and women out there who who sadly lost their lives but kept going for the sake of liberation one day. Yes, definitely. Absolutely, and I think that in itself is just mind blowing, and I can't even begin to comprehend that. But that inspires me that people keep going. Um, and the third one, what's the third one that I absolutely love? Um, actually, it I don't. It's not a well known one, but I haven't thought about this one in years, and I think I'll probably send you a different one. But if because this has come up, I'm going to share it. It's called I Know My First Name Is Stephen. Well, yes, I know it. Film, yes. It's a film from, I saw it back in, oh, late 80s. It's, I think the film was in the 70s. It's about a, a guy, about a, a paedophile who snacks a kid. Yeah. Yes. So how, how, how does it inspire you? I'll tell you how it inspired me. Because even after the boy, Stephen, was found and went back to his parents after all those years, he managed to build a life for himself. 
and have and have a family. Sadly, he was killed in a car accident, motorcycle accident, but he didn't let that experience get him down. He kept hope that probably one day he would find his family. And look, he found them and he built a life before he it was taken away from him. But that inspired me because he could have given up. He could have he could have done. He could have just left, you know, um, forgotten about everything. But he didn't, did he? He knew what it was, what had happened was wrong. He actually saved the little boy's life, you know, by yeah, taking that little boy into the police station, and in turn, he saved his life as well. Yes, I remember, I do remember the film. Uh, I, I did see the film many years ago, but I do remember the film. Um, it's like, it's, it's, it, it, he didn't let the events make him who did say the events made him who he was. No, if he ain't gone, he if he hadn't gone through what he went through, he may have been a different, a different Stephen. So sometimes in life, you have those events that make you or you break you. Exactly. At the end of the day, I know you love Rocky, and I've seen that you love Rocky, but also equally Sylvester Stallone's story as well. Let's not yes. forget that. Of course, yes. And he, he, all right, he's portraying a character, but him as Sylvester Stallone how he's become the man he is today. And I love those stories, you know? It's like Rocky coming up through adversity. I remember the first one, the first epi- the first film, yes. you know? It's, it's about someone coming, fr- coming through it. I don't know, there's just something I want to root for them. I really do, genuinely, from the bottom of my heart. Wow, amazing. So if you, so if, if so everything if, if you go through in life is important, you know? But self-care is so important, essential. So what do you practice for self-care? And have you got any tips for our listeners out there? Sure. So I suffer from anxiety and I use lavender oil to help calm my nose and take the edge of it. That's what I do every day Yeah. for me. Um, I practice gratitude on a daily basis when I wake up in the morning and when I before I go to bed at night. I have a minimum of three pieces of gratitude that I, I want to I say but if there's more then I say so, I don't so, write them down of course just, but sometimes I feel like um I write mine down because I find um everyone's going the rituals I do I write mine down when when you write something down it has more more power more meaning so for listeners who don't know about gratitude um can you give can you give some examples yes of course so um I, like in the morning, my partner always brings me a cup of tea. I'm grateful that I don't have to make it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I am grateful that he enjoys cooking. And I don't. <laughs> I'm grateful that I've made some wonderful friends through my online community. I'm equally grateful um, for my friend Wendy, because I she introduced me to you, Simon, so I'm able to do this podcast this evening. Um. You know, and throughout the day, when someone's kind to me in a supermarket, when I receive a compliment, which I, you know, and people ask me how I am in my local supermarket, I'm grateful for all of those things. But equally, um, if I'm having a tough day and I think I can't think of anything, there is always something to be grateful for. And I'm grateful that we have running water in this country. We don't live in third world countries where they have no water or clean water for that matter. And another one that I share is I'm I'm grateful that I have eyes to see the beauty in the world as well. I say that one very regularly as well. Amazing. So I I love setting goals. Um, I set goals around. I love helping people. 
also like help set, also like help people set goals. So where do, where do you see yourself? So where do you see yourself in ten years time, and what are your rituals about setting goals? Um, I don't actually. I say them, but I don't write them down. And I think I need to write them down. I'm not one for writing things down. I think them, but I don't write them down. But where would I see myself in 10 years? I want to be a mentor that supports women. And in 10 years' time, I want to be seen on all the stages in all the world being a keynote speaker, speaking and inspiring people to be the best that they can be. That's what I want. Wow, that's amazing. But get, get that written down on a piece of paper. Get get, get on your fridge. So you look at it. And look, look at every day and say to yourself, I am a, I am a keynote speaker. Yeah. Actually, Simon, you would be proud because I've actually got my vision board right in front of me right now. And I've got keynote speaker on there. Uh-huh. Fantastic. That's amazing. So that's absolutely amazing. So if so, is there anything that um, one thing that people generally surprise about you that they don't know about you? I like to perform. Perform as in? Like I do my reels and my TikToks. Wow. They, they think, really? How do you do that? You have, you're not shy, are you? You just go out there and do it. I said, there's nothing to be shy about. I like doing it. TikTok is the new platform for me, I'd say. That they think, oh, good. And when I go live in my Facebook page, or I go live on Facebook with my other friend's group page, right? And they say, you're just not nervous. And I said, no, it's just something that I'm not. Oh, we're always nervous. Oh, how'd you do it? And they think, oh, you you actually go there and do that. Yeah, I do. I've got, I'm, I'm not shy of getting on stage either. That's They're shocked amazing. by that as well. That's amazing because I think I find when, when, I, when I go live or I speak on, when I spoke on stages before or I spoke in rooms for the people, it's not about, yeah, I get I get climbing on, but I may feel like I'm getting nervous. But it's not. It's, it's your it's your body preparing yourself for what you're about to do. But then, if you're getting nervous, then you're thinking you're more worried about you yourself and your and your ego. But it's not. It's about what you can what you can offer and what you can um give to other people. Absolutely. So this um so uh, sorry so. If you go if you can go to a desert island for a year and be on your own, what is one item that you take yourself? I did write something down, but that's what would I take? Oh gosh, I would take. Um, what would I take? What would I take? Oh, um, I would take paper. Yeah, we need paper. Yeah, and, and a pen. <laughs> need- Paper, because I'm sure I could find something that I can write with, like a stone. I could dip it in the water and make it all, like, chalky. I can write on it. Yeah. I wouldn't take my phone. I wouldn't want anything like that with me because I use it so much now that if I was on a desert island, I wouldn't be without it. I know what you mean there. I know what you mean. I, I use my phone all the time for mm. all different types of things. So if you could be in any mood, sorry, if you could make a movie about you, Callie, your life. What, who who would you like to play you as you? Gina Davis. Wow. I love her. That's a big shout. Is there any particular reason? I don't know. I remember watching her in movies over the years and I hadn't seen her in a movie till last week. I thought, oh, she could play me. Yeah, she. I like her. 
Yeah, I'll put Eraska. <laughs> well, so if if there's any questions that I haven't asked you, what would be that question? Um, oh gosh, what would that question be? What's my favorite? I was going to say, what's my favorite Christmas song? Because I'm just looking at Christmas wrapping paper. <laughs> That's the question. It just came to mind, Simon. Okay, because <laughs> it is the isn't it? We, we are talking now the seventeenth of of November. So if you are if you're not listening now, it is it is nearly Christmas time. Amazing. <laughs> so I really enjoyed the conversation, Stephen Kelly. So can you tell the listeners where they can find you and what's your plans for the future? I can be found on Facebook. Um, my Facebook page is Finding My Voice 22. And the reason Finding My Voice, well, I've shared that with you, 22 being the year that I found it. And for my future, what my future holds, um, as I said, I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to be supporting women in some way or another. That is going to be set in stone in the next few months. I'm going to be busily planning with someone who's going to be helping me with that and um, this is my time to shine and show people that that they don't have to give up that there is a life out there for them whatever they want that to be fantastic well thank you Kelly Kelly here's Kelly Kelly Pop's office thank you for coming in Kelly thank you so much Simon for this opportunity you're welcome no problem at all <laughs>